to Success Beneath the Surface, hosted by Deborah Fell, Managing Partner at Chief Outsiders. Deborah provides insights specifically for CEOs from growth-oriented companies. Thank you, Susan. I had such an amazing conversation with Herbie last week that we needed to divide it in two. In this part, he will share how he saw needs and built a business on solutions, how today he's clear on all the problems and the uncertainties, the differences he finds and pivots to the growth opportunity. Be sure to listen to last week's full episode to hear the full story. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the conversation with Herbie DuVernay. It's a journey. I mean, you use the word journey and I love using the word journey all the time. It's a journey, right? He started with you out there in trenches. <laughs> you do whatever he thinks to. You think every client you want to get. This is the way of life. You got to survive. You got to do that. And once you go to that journey, you need to realize and be self-conscious of the fact that how do I make it to the next level? Hire the right people, the right team members, the right fit. And once you do that, you got the right people. Now, you know, how do you create an environment where people are themselves? Yes. Where you, whatever that culture you want, that's the one that I want. I want a culture that people are themselves. They show up who they are. They're kind of the person that they are. We do something in our firm where we talk about religious belief. We talk about that because we feel it's an important piece for me. So mm -hmm. I tell people, listen, I'm a spiritual person. So I'm telling you I'm a spiritual person, but also I'm accepting whatever you want to do, whatever spirituality or not, you want to show up because I want you to show up as yourself. We're going to respect that. We're going to it's, this is who you are. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to tell you mine is better than yours. So that's the part about what, that's the part I'm really enjoying in my firm because now I have the time now because I have a great team of people. I have a time now to sit back and sort of influence the culture, make people understand that this is how they need to show up. And I will tell you that what I've been learning in that journey is you get so much out of people. That's so much out of people. People show up who they are, what they are, they don't hide it. They don't have to seclude that. They don't have to hold that up. They feel so that they can be free to be themselves. They can, they can be free to, to be, be themselves. And, they they have, and they're passionate about performing, not just they're have to. They're passionate about performance. Yeah. They're passionate about performance because they realize that these organizations we try to build is special. It's special. They, we make them special. We feel that the organization is special to them. They'll do anything. I mean, we have people on our team. I mean, they are so uh, ingrained into the culture, into our firm. They, the firm, they, I mean, the firm no longer my firm. They are their firm. It's, a, it's like, they show up, it's like, whoa, people see them. It's like, Herbie, I met your guys. I met your people. Oh, this is, people will compliment me. It's like, Herbie, I met, oh, I met your people, your senior manager. Oh man, he's a yeah, great so that guy. That must make you very proud. Make me so proud to know they show up as me. You know, they put up at least the person that I think they want them to be. And then I think this is phenomenal. So, so that's the part I'm enjoying so much right now in my journey in my in the Wayne Walker group, just to show up in this thing and the rise uh, development. I'm 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 showing up really trying to make a major impact on affordable housing. Uh, wealth creation, because that's a big deal for me. Like, how do we ensure that people that have the opportunity, the ability, they can create wealth? So we're doing that. That's my focus in this firm and my focus on the other companies. As we sit here today, certainly in recent times, I mean, there's always good times and bad times. When, whenever, whenever the headlines hit for the latest, you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, like, 
we've been there. We've been worse, you know, but oh. <laughs> so, so what, what have you learned? And if you had a group of CEOs around the table with you here, what would be some of your advice to the men and women around the table? I think, you, well, you said, right. We've been there before. Yeah. We, you know, we always have, I mean, the, 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 this journey is supposed to be that way. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be that way. That's how I look at it. It's supposed to be that way. You know, and then what people, it, and I'm thinking like the people that's going to survive, the organization that's going to survive is the organization that understands that basic principle. It's supposed to be that way. And how do you utilize what's in front of you to make it better for your tomorrows? How do you use what's in front of you right now to make it better for your tomorrow? How are you going to make that? Because there is something there for all of us. There's something there for all of us. And the goal is to find it. And I think that sometimes is people, I think a lot of time we find leaders that don't have that mindset. It's like, what's there for me now? What is there for me? There's some opportunities there for you. It could be an opportunity to change business plan. <laughs> it could be an opportunity to keep moving forward. It could be an opportunity to reduce your costs. It could be an opportunity to recalibrate. It could be an opportunity to look at different market. There's an opportunity for all of us. And the key to that is look for it. Look for the opportunity. So anytime a crisis happened, when the COVID happened, we start our development from during COVID. And we grew $3.7 billion from in three years. So it's interesting when my business partner called me and he said, man, nobody's working in Boston. No one is working in Boston. Everybody's hiding. Everybody's sewing yes. away. Yep. And, and I remember I had a conversation with him. I'm like, man, you know, I said, man, I love it. He's like, oh. he said, <laughs> well, we are starting development where nobody's around. Yes. So, <laughs> so we went around our team that we hired, went around and knocking doors and getting land where nobody will get wow. to go there. All the big company, the way real estate work is how you purchase your land basis. Like okay. if the basis is low, it's better for you so you can do the development and make money and make everybody make money. So we went around when nobody was around. We were the only small guy just got around and, and making deal with landowner in, in a place called Charlestown in Boston. Yeah, Charlestown yeah. is the most, it's, it's, it's going to be the next eighth in Boston. Wow. I mean, we would look at Charleston. We're knocking doors in Charleston. And we were able to get over, <laughs> which is crazy, over three acres of land. Wow. We get. Amazing. Put parcels together. We are knocking doors. When nobody was knocking doors, we we're making deals with people where nobody was making deals. So fast forward three years, the big players going back. If our basis land was $30 a square footage, their basis land is 120. Yeah, that's seeing the opportunity where nobody else sees the opportunity. So, so, so we were able to do that. Just the way I like to think about entrepreneurs' business is a simple thing. And now it's time for a quick break. CEOs need help growing their companies, but don't always have the time or money to hire a full-time chief marketing officer, CMO, or chief sales officer, CSO, or both. Recruiting a quality, full-time executive can take months, not to mention the ongoing cost. In these challenging times, CEOs need battle-tested growth executives who can help companies successfully navigate the uncertain waters. Partner with Chief Outsider CMOs and CSOs who will function as strategic operators to build and execute your growth engines. And we're back. 
when COVID happened, there are certain companies that profit went double. There were some that fell, but there were companies that did great. Very true. So I always feel that in, in the, like, for example, right now we are in a, I started a new opportunity with a company where um, I'm becoming lending a company of money. So I came on board, lend them the money. And then we, and over time, they will pay me the money that I lend them with interest. And then at some point I become a board advisor to this company. So I find one company to do that. Why I'm able to do that? Because the banking is a problem. Uh, who you walk to a bank right now, the regular bank, and you say, I need money. They're like every bank sees risk adverse. They don't want to let you borrow money. They, so I'm thinking to myself, there's an opportunity right there. If you got cash, you got opportunity. You can go to this company and say, hey, listen, I offer you a loan. And then I can charge you six, seven, eight, nine percent on that loan. Way better than if you go to a CD to put that money. Certainly it's at risk, but at least you control it. You can. So there's opportunity right now. As we talk, even the banking industry is not doing well. Right. Right. So it's sort of so in these times. So there's going to be winners and they're going to be losers. And the winners will not be the ones on the sideline. The winners That's exactly right. That's right. And I will tell you. Keeping business status quo. They're going to be looking for these opportunities, right? That's exactly. And I will say that well, the loser is going to be the people that's one, thinking, oh, the life is over. And two, not looking for the opportunity. They either like this, they put their head in the sand. And then everything you hear from past business, oh, horrible, horrible, bad, you know, the life is this, the market is down. And, and then they're not able to see, yes, the fact is the market is down. We all know that. But where else I should look? These people will always be winners. Where else should I look? Where, yes, these sectors is not doing well because of the market. Where else that I can do? Yes, my business is not going to make the profit it needs to make. How do I reduce my, and then be stronger? During the COVID, my security company, we spent our time saying, you know what? We know business activity is not a lot here. We're going to invest internally in our company and come stronger because we know the club is going to happen. super smart. We think it's going to happen. I mean, we think like, let's, let's go away. This is going to be there forever. <laughs> like, it's going to stop at some point. So we said to ourselves, we didn't like, oh, oh, geez. No, we're like, okay, we tell our team, we're going to invest internally to change our process, to be better as a company, to build our process and then be ready for what's going to happen. So we were working to be ready. Prepared. So we came, yeah. we came out of the COVID stronger as a firm with better process, with better strategy. We were able to do that. And we grow. We, like 30, 40% of our business we got during COVID time because of the fact that we were being ready. We were spending time to be ready. We know the opportunity was more on the corner. And that's what we did. You know, the other insight I'm getting from this is there's sort of an, an internal focus to build the culture, build the company, good times and bad times, but you leverage that opportunity. But there's also this external focus of looking for opportunities, knowing that they're out there, making smart strategic choices, of but, but more on making the moves than in noodling over the strategy forever. And I think that's, that's <laughs> tremendous advice. I think words from this interview today that really stand out for me are trust. Yes. Looking for the opportunity, not looking at the problem, 
but seeing the problem and looking for the opportunity. So there's sort of that looking both yes. ways before you cross the street. You know, you have some good analogy and I love it. Absolutely. I mean, you will not cross the street knowing that dangerous is there, cars is driving before look. And I think it's exactly correct in business. We have to look for the opportunity. Look at the problem, you know. And go. And then, yeah. And, and, and when I talk to people, you know, as energetic that I am and as, 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 as you know, you know, always, you know, high energy, positive, everything else. Sometimes I will get this feedback. People think like, wow, you don't think anything bad. I said, no. I'm not not taking anything bad. I'm just being, I'm not being absorbed by the bad thing. I was like, of course. I understand the market is not doing well. I understand the banking industry is tight in the money. I understand that. I'm not blind to companies, the building, the security that we do. Companies right now is not getting people fully into the office. And so I understand that. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, great. If I was providing security service, right now we are creating a new product within our firm to do remote monitoring. So that's mean we'll put camera to your building as opposed to giving you people. We'll monitor those things 24-7 to your site. Why well, I'm doing this? I'm doing this because of market change. I'm not doing it all. I'm doing it like, oh, the market changed. Oh, we, there's no longer people who's going to have tons of people into the building. So they need guard all over the place. But how do I reimagine change my way of do something different and present something. So we're already partner with a firm trying to bring the technology to our clients. We tell our client, listen, you don't need to spend all this money on us because I know you don't have all these people, but we can figure out another way to do business with you in a different way. So I do see and recognize the problem. I do see and recognize the obstacles, you know, but I look at them saying it's a part of life. One, two is what can you learn from them and see the problem and see all the places where you can find solution. And that so is amazing. That's a, such an, an amazing outlook and so instructive to people, whether they've been running a company for 20 days or 200 years. That's correct, 100%. And that's always the way it's been the successful company. The successful company reinvent themselves as the market change. If you think about Amazon, for example, it's a perfect example. You know, this truck was selling used books by the college campuses. <laughs> <laughs> this is that company was doing, selling used book by the college campuses. Knowing that at the time, as a matter of fact, I worked for Barnes and Noble at the time. I remember I was in a meeting, people saying like, oh man, oh, is this, this company's all on the corner. That's crazy. I went to school and all of us who went to school and have kids go to school, we know how expensive books are. Expensive. I mean, it's like you buy like an $80 book, $90, and you only use it for two months. I know. And, and so Amazon at the time say, I can we sell, bring those books from these kids. We sell it to this thing. And, and the truck was buying those books for 10 bucks, 15 bucks, sell it for 20 bucks, 25 bucks. They grew out of this. They make a lot of money, this thing. And then Barnes and Noble at the time realizing, oh crap, let's buy used book too. <laughs> they start buying used book. Wow. Because realize, we got to do that. And then Amazon becoming what they are right now. And, then, and all it is, is every time they see problems and opportunity, look at the problem, figure out a way they can get opportunity out of it. And Herbie, that could not be a better end note for this podcast. Thank you. That, that thank is you. perfect. And, and I, I thank you so much for sharing your story 
giving your advice and also sharing your energy. We'll try to bottle it up or podcast it up. <laughs> Thank you. Distribute it. <laughs> Because uh, it needs to be, it needs to be heard and seen. Thank you, thank you so much. And, and I will say that well, I'm so thankful of you. As I say, we were meant to have this conversation today, to have this meeting today. I'm so grateful for you to listen to my story, and and I, I'm grateful of you for seeing the energy and it was able to get me the opportunity to get this form and and talk to your listeners and viewers and so forth. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe in all your favorite podcast apps. Just look for Success Beneath the Surface. Chief Outsiders, part-time growth executives with full-time results.